I'm Kim. I'm Megs. Welcome to the At Woods End podcast. <laughs> We're recording. <laughs> Kittens can be real assholes. <laughs> Why are we here? What have I done? Who am I? <laughs> Who am I? You're <laughs> just sitting here staring at the wall. If I don't wake up <laughs> with jet lag, am I really living? She's insightful. I don't know, is that even a word? Welcome back to the Atwood's End podcast. I'm Megs. And I'm Kim, and welcome to episode 40, the big 4-0, before I kick the bucket. Now, if you're an avid listener, you may be slightly confused because this is technically episode 41, but yours truly deleted the original recording and I hate myself. If you missed our celebrity style cancellation apology note <laughs> on our Instagram at at what's End podcast if you're not already following us. Yeah this episode was recorded at the end of August but it met an untimely demise in Maggie's trash bin <laughs> so we are back discussing our bucket list once again. Yeah and just to go over just so that people will know it's been 40 episodes of me handling all the editing and I'm very clean with my trash on my computer. So things get deleted and my trash gets emptied like pretty regularly. And I have an algorithm. And we can actually blame my mom for this because when we finished recording that episode, my mom was here and we were leaving somewhere. And she's like, hurry up, I gotta go. So I didn't put it into the right file where I have like the unedited versions of the podcast. And then that Friday when I was cleaning out my trash bin, I was like, okay, that's the last one that we recorded. Okay, and delete and delete. And it wasn't until like two weeks later when I went to go edit it that I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And yeah, so here we are re-recording better than ever. And, you know, it was a very much snickering when I came up with the title for the episode. And as you probably guessed it, we are going to be talking about bucket lists, what's on them, how we feel about each other's and why we think it's important to have them. I really like the title for this week's episode. It's very straight to the point and <laughs> sub question though, before we get into the actual topic, why is it even called a bucket list? Like, is it directly connected to, you know, kicking the bucket? Well, it's a really weird etymology. So first off, Bucket List gained significant popularity in, believe it or not, 2007 with the movie by the same name. And while it can be agreed upon that kicking the bucket refers to death, its etymological origin is actually obscure, like really obscure. And the most popular answer, even though most comment that there's no way to actually be positive based uh, from the first few times that it appeared, is that it actually derives from the old French word bucket, which refers to the beam that was used when preparing livestock at the butcher. And so it's not necessarily in reference to something darker, which is a little scarier. Interesting. That's like, I, w- I mean, I was absolutely certain that it came from the phrase kicking the bucket and also like very much associated with that Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson movie. But like, do you also remember the MTV show The Buried Life? I do not. It was like so popular <laughs> when we were in like grade six or seven. It was like these this group of guys from, I want to say Vancouver, like it was definitely a Canadian show, but they would basically like, they had a bucket list and then the show would like accomplish one of their bucket list items and also do a bucket list item for somebody else every episode. So they would like pool their resources to like find some random stranger and like make something come true off of their bucket list but then they would also have like these like funny bucket list things that these like 
I want to say they were like 19 or 20 year old guys so it was like sneak into the playboy mansion and like all these things and they would like have these like kind of like crazy bucket list things and then like really like heartwarming like feel good bucket list things and they used to do like talks at like high schools and elementary schools and stuff like they were really popular when we were younger but anyways I always think of that show too yeah well it's interesting that like kicking the bucket and bucket list like sometimes they'll have almost like negative connotations to it but like with this in mind is a bucket list actually something positive for you or you know why do you think people should have a bucket list you know something that everyone should have I think it is like I kind of feel like they're similar to the way any sort of goal setting is healthy and positive like it gives you something to strive for and I think bucket lists in particular really encourage you to think a bit bigger about life and particularly those things that are like almost exclusively focused in joy. A lot of goals are typically career related or like for some people it's like a life path like maybe yeah. you're, you know you're trying to own a home you're trying to have a family whatever but bucket lists are a bit different because they're just so personal and they're so closely linked to just like things that make you happy and I think that's really special. Yeah, that's but like really, what do you think? Yeah that's a really nice way of putting it and like yeah I agree I think they allow you to dream big but also to get in touch with you know creative and imaginative inner child that lives within us all and maybe you'll never be able to succeed in checking off certain items but maybe you will maybe just having it written down and thinking about it will bring your life in a direction where you can actually achieve those things so i definitely think that it can be a good thing you know to wonder to dream to hope those are all chicken soups for the soul Okay. Montage, yeah. yeah, I agree. And okay, so instead of us just both like listing our bucket list, I think we should go back and forth and like expand on each one. And like we've managed to narrow them down to just seven each. And I'll go first. But before I do, I just like to clarify that these are in no particular order. And also, it was so hard for me to get this list down to seven because I literally just want to do everything and try everything. I know. I'm picking just like <laughs> a handful of core ones to talk about took me ages. But anyways. That being said, my first one's going to sound so stupid, but I I really want to own a chicken coop and just, like, have fresh eggs at home. That's on my bucket list. I love that. And you probably can because, like, cities now, a couple years ago, they brought in initiatives that you can have, like, two chickens or something, you know, yeah. just keep it cozy. And that's all I cute. want. Like, I'm not trying to have some, like, crazy chicken coop. I just want, like, you know, five, like, the girls. And, yeah. like, they just, like, they they provide me with eggs. I just feel like it's such a nice, like, morning routine kind of thing. Like, I feel like it force it's something you have to, like, you know, you have to go out and, like, feed the chickens and, like, check for eggs and stuff like that. And that's such a, like, nice way to start your day. Yeah, I'll pause you. So chickens, you get their eggs in the afternoon. They lay in the mornings. So it's not like a morning first thing. Yeah. So it's like your afternoon after lunch ritual will be getting your eggs for the next day. Right. Is there's your chicken, your chicken life. You know what? When you have the girls, I want to do portraits of each of them and and hang them outside the chicken coop. I would love that. Wouldn't that be like a Victorian style chicken? Yeah. (laughs) No, that's (laughs) Yeah. Like a like professional portraits of my chickens. I yeah, I love that. Add that to my bucket list too. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Okay. So my first one is I probably like I don't have an age but I kind of have an age but I won't share the age just yet but I want to carve a six foot block of marble somewhere in the Tuscan countryside and I just want to spend however many years it takes and just to carve I think that carving marble is the epitome of a lot of the art that I do 
and I feel like there's more to it. It's 3D. You bring it to life, and that's that's my number one. Oh God, I love that. I'll come visit you in Italy. Yeah. You can carve me, actually. Do you want to just carve You can carve a marble of me. Tula's like, what the hell are they doing now? <laughs> I'm just, like, sitting in the same position for, like, days and days and days on end. Two years of Kim just... <laughs> we'll just swap out the book in your I would hope yeah i mean i would hope at some point you would just maybe like take a photo of me and just like have me come back no it's a live model duh (laughs) oh my god (laughs) okay maybe i take that back one of yous anymore (laughs) (laughs) i'll take one of your chickens instead (laughs) perfect yeah you do a marble sculpture of one of my chickens i love that though i feel like that's a like very dying medium so like I'm I'm here for your like revival of marble sculpting. <laughs> Do what I can for the art. <laughs> okay, my second one is to visit Antarctica, which goes hand in hand with two of my other ones, which is to swim in every ocean and take a polar. So like it's kind of like three in one, but the core one is that just that like I really want to visit Antarctica. Okay, I want to come. Let's do a an Antarctica expedition. I know somebody who's done it who's their parents have yeah gone. and i'm like i want to be you that is so cool and i'm so jealous there's like really expensive cruises which i feel like we're like not a pro cruise person but there is like one cruise that i'm on and it's this one that like you start somewhere in the northern part of south america and you go all the way down the coast you know you see the easter wow. island statues yeah. you see all this stuff and you end in antarctica and I, I'm pretty sure it's, like, $30,000 a person. Like, it's so expensive. Wow. But I, if I was, you know, if I was Jeff Bezos, I would just live on that cruise. That cruise. Or- <laughs> yeah, ju- no, just, I would just do it. I just, like, I just can't imagine ever dropping $30,000 on a singular 20-day trip. But, like, if I had that kind of money, I totally would do that cruise. Yeah, I feel like that's a good one. I feel like the only... The only reason to be rich is to get some of these things done because otherwise, you know, yeah. But okay, my yeah. third one, I think my second one, I want to... Second one. Second one. Yeah. I want to write a movie and I want to write a book and just have both of them published or like produced and yep. I have some scientific papers, but it's like the book and the movie. The movie I think is pretty. I've had an idea in my mind for so long and that's that's the bucket that's number two i mean i feel like you're kind of like well on your way with your cookbook writing cooking, cooking book, book writing cooking booking <laughs> your cookbook, cooking booking your cookbook writing i feel like that definitely qualifies as like writing a book so yeah, that's true you know, and i do there already and I, I am getting some help from a friend i am currently writing a screenplay so you never know this one can be done sooner rather than later maybe yeah. i have no idea he knows everything about the I process i mean that's the thing with like with bucket list items like people have this like it's almost like you feel like this they feel so sometimes but like they can be right around the corner like you can have bucket list items that are like i feel you know like really achievable instead of something that you're like one day yeah. I want to do this. Like some vague know? thing. That's what I mean. Like yeah. it's when you write it down and you think about it, I think it opens up channels of if the opportunity ever comes and someone's like, manage our social media and then we'll we'll send you down to Antarctica or, you know, Kim aligns herself with a traveling company and does their socials and therefore she has to go on these trips to get content, you know, like Kim, that, that's actually a really good idea. That's how we're going to get you there. <laughs> We're putting it out there for you. Yeah. Okay. I'll work on that. Yeah. yeah. There we go. I'm just going to start making more Instagram. I'm Instagram famous. Yeah. <laughs> okay. My next one is to learn to drive stick. 
and my reasoning is twofold. Firstly, I just feel like it's generally a good life skill to have, but I've just like had zero reason to ever <laughs> learn how to do it up to this point. And two, car rentals when you rent a manual car are actually like so much cheaper so i feel just from like a travel perspective even though when i'm an influencer obviously like everything will be paid for (laughs) for me it would just be valuable to like have that back pocket in the event that someone like doesn't sponsor my car rental and i have to you know pinch pennies yeah plus yeah then like i old beautiful cars are stick and so if you're gonna drive them and really have fun with it and you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna volunteer Tilo to teach you how to drive stick because he taught me okay. how to drive stick and we'll, next time you're here we'll take you out to the country I just feel like it's also just like such a cool flex as like it a is <laughs> because like so many guys don't know how to drive stick that it's like fun to just be like oh I can I feel like that would be the most you know? intimidating thing for a guy ever. If they can't drive <laughs> stick and here it can't. I just, I always thought it was like the coolest thing ever. And like Teal is so good at it. I barely can feel the car moving or when he's shifting and stuff. So I, was, I feel like he's a good teacher yeah. in that. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, okay. We'll get you set up with Very your, with your number wait, three. Can't wait yeah. for Teal to teach me how to drive stick. I can't wait for him to find out that he's teaching me how to drive stick. Yeah. <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> when, this ep- when this episode comes out and he's listening on his way to work. Yeah. <laughs> come home did you sign me up to teach kim how to drive stick uh, yeah yes. she's coming over this weekend <laughs> <laughs> what's your number three give me your hit me with it okay speak seven languages fluently oh okay right now I'm, I'm getting there i can speak english and polish yeah, you are like halfway i feel i'm currently studying french german and italian with like I, it's hard to tell which I'm like German I'm probably the weakest in but with French and Italian like I'm quite strong in Italian for like conversation but with French I can just understand a lot more and I do really well on like writing tests because I also test myself like I'm not just doing Duolingo like I I take certification or like the different tests to see like where am I at right now if I were to take my actual yeah yeah so like I'm doing well I'm almost there and once those are mastered which like I'm hoping in the next five years like I think I can do this I just need to push myself and just join a club with like elderly Italian men who want to play croconol with me so I can practice my Italian and I met a French baker at the market so there's that and then our entire family on Tilo's side speaks German, so I, I just I just have to push myself here. But once those are mastered, I think I'll add Arabic and Mandarin. And, like, seven is a clean number. It's a nice number, so, yeah. Yeah, I do like seven as a number. Also, like, French is just, like, generally, I mean, like, obviously in Canada it's beneficial because, like, we have a big French population. Yeah. But also just from, like, freelancing perspective, if you were trying to pick up certain clients in certain industries where they need that bilingual piece, it's, like, a it, like, really narrows the pool down. So, like, it's a good asset to have, I feel. I, I did not even think of that. This is for my career. Okay, cool. I like it. <laughs> okay, tell me number four. <laughs> well, like, it's just, like, it's an option. But, yeah. yeah, okay. All right, number four. This one is a bit more intricate than a few of my, like, first ones, I guess. But I want to create something that I'll be remembered for. But I guess, like, I'm not super specific on what exactly that is or how I'm going to get there. And I'm talking, like, I guess just generally beyond me as a person being remembered by my loved ones, because, like, I'd like to think that I've got that one generally, like, kind of secure. Like, <laughs> I'll remember you forever. But, oh my gosh, don't die for like, us. I can't handle that. I cannot mourn you. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I'll, I'll do my best. But, like, more so, like, writing a book or, like, starting an event that, like, goes on, you know, after I die or, like, 
building some sort of legacy that lives on in some way beyond just, like, my inner circle. I'm not really sure what that will be or even, like, what I hope it to be just yet. So I kind of feel like it's this, like, intangible bucket list item. But, like, the concept is important to me and I felt like it needed to be kind of, like, included on this list. But, like, you know, do you get me? I do get you and I think that's really nice. I think that... This is one that may present itself in like a really odd way and then we'll just keep the tradition alive and then it just continues. I feel like those things kind of take off on their own. If it's like really good and strong, then you just need to give it a push and then it will go on. And then that's such a nice thought to think that something that extends through generations was started because you had this idea and that's yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. Okay. What's your number four? Okay. So this is where my French speaking and my Italian speaking will come in handy because I would love to own a French chateau and an Italian villa. I just, I want those international properties. I want to switch it up every year where I go and have that base and just make this, this life on, you know, this kind of vibe. And there's different vibes in France and Italy, but I feel like I'm both, both those things at once. You know, in Italy, I'm just going to cook and in France, I'm just going to eat. And that's, that's how we do that. Oh my God. Yeah. I love that. Be- I, I love that because like, do you want to know what my number five is? Tell me. I want to own an international property <laughs> somewhere in the world. Be my um, neighbor. I would take, yeah, I would take literally anywhere in Europe or somewhere warm, but yeah. like Caribbean warm, like where I could escape during just like the winter months and like, you know, live my life, you know? Yeah. I feel... <laughs> I just feel like it's such a flex to be like, oh, would you like to come visit me at my Italian villa this yeah. summer or like my, like, you know, my son's chalet getting in, in, his... in the Dominican. Yeah. yeah. And like, I mean, like, obviously it's like also a goal for me to like own a property in Canada at some point too. Whatever. But honestly, like with the way the market's been the past few years, I feel like my international property dream is actually like the more attainable one. So <laughs> you know what I saw on Instagram the other day, it's like, man, I was so stupid in 2009 for not dropping out of the eighth grade and buying foreclosed properties. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> I feel like we all should have just been like trying to buy houses in like when we graduated high school because we would have had an easier shot. I I that we, I that we have now. I don't yeah. know what money we would have used to do it, but like <laughs> I just feel like I would have been I yeah, I would have been better off like dropping out aggressively working part-time, buying a house, and renting then... it, moving back in with my parents and then going to university. That's clever, Kim. You should you should give talks to young students being like, "Forget everything that they're pushing <laughs> yeah. on you." Yeah, they're trying to get you to university. I'm saying, "Get a job, New York Fry." save up buy the house <laughs> then go to school i love new york fries but why new york fries i don't know it was literally the first part-time job type job that came into my head i don't know why now have i, I ever new worked at new york fries no i've never even worked in the food what industry, was your first job really. ever i mean if we're talking just like high school job it was like your first uh, job other than like okay. babysitting or something this is the thing I had a really weird job in the eighth grade where I was transcribing audio online what? for like my yeah my teacher in grade eight had this friend who was he was starting up this company where basically you would be able to go and choose a company and choose like where in their phone menu system you wanted to go 
click it and then it would call your house and you could like or your phone and you could like pick up your phone and it would you would be where you wanted to be in the menu so you didn't have to sit and be like press one press two okay press yeah. whatever and so in order to like set that up they needed someone to literally sit through a phone menu and like press all those numbers and write down like basically build out in transcription yeah. what the phone menu looked like and I guess they just wanted probably cheap labor and I was in the eighth grade and would have taken like minimum wage which was like ten dollars an hour actually freelancing so like technically if we're saying i've probably been freelancing for like 15 years if we're counting counting that because i was like making yeah like minimum wage to basically sit (laughs) in my basement and like do this after school and i remember being like i'm gonna go blow dry my hair and i'm gonna like count it as part of my hours because well, I was, and I was like, oh, I'm so anyway. sneaky. I was like, yeah, I'm like, it was all just so funny because it was probably like five minutes of my time, but I was like, ooh. Okay, do you want to know what my I did first, something else. if we're talking unofficial um, jobs, do you want to know what my first unofficial job was? Yeah, I do. So I was also was freelancing it? and I did painting commissions. And so I remember I was probably in the seventh grade when, when I got paid for the first time to paint something for someone but my actual first job was like levi's so but going back to new york fries for a second yeah I was gonna say, my actual first job was like uh, i was a swimming instructor and lifeguard but that's cool yeah kim's a good swimmer going back to new york fries they have these like spice mixes i want them so if anybody my birthday is coming up in november everybody text my husband he'll give you our address and just send me those new york fry spices because they're so freaking good like you can buy them at the grocery store you have to buy them like from new york fries i have no idea i would probably just steal them from new york fries <laughs> this is not an admission to guilt <laughs> everybody guilt. nobody knows where you them but if you could just send them to the house <laughs> i don't care like, you we actually them. don't know where you obtained <laughs> if anybody works at new these york fries elusive spice packets yeah no they come in like these like, i think i know someone from high school that works at new york fries we need to we need to do something that's your job okay i'll do some networking number five number five kim what's your number five yes Okay, so um, I feel like snack bond is generally like pr- on that scope of like pretty achievable in the near future, but I'd like to take some sort of professional baking course, like just like learn to bake properly with the right techniques. And I know there's places like George Brown and stuff like in Toronto where you can take classes. So like that's a route that I have like explored as potentially something to do this like winter slash spring. But if we're talking like dreaming bigger bucket list, I would love to just like go to Paris or like Italy and do like a little like two week retreat style getaway where it's focused on like just cooking or baking in some like specific style. I feel like that would be so like fun. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like that particular Anyways, list or that particular article of the list needs a plus bring mix. Like, I think it's just incomplete if you okay, just go by yeah. yourself. Like, it'll be boring. Right, yeah. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, so like a little subsection there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually our bucket list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My number five, I think. Yeah, number five. I don't know. I'm having such a hard time remembering yes. what number one. Okay, number five is... I want to kayak with orcas off the coast of BC. Terrifying. What? Really? I saw it on like a Pinterest pin years and years and years ago. And off that pin, I went and like found the place where they do it and how they do it and everything. But yeah, I just think that that would be such a humbling and incredible experience and like a little bit afraid that I'd get eaten, but like not that much because if that's that's a cool way to go. That's a cool way to go. Eaten by orcas. No. 
I would spend the entire experience crying. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would be, or just paralyzed with fear. Like, I see those, like, Instagram videos where, like, someone's, like, paddle boarding or kayaking and then, like, an orca pops up and they're like, oh my god, wow, what a beautiful moment. I'm like, that's not a beautiful moment. Like, that is horrifying. I would probably just curl up in a ball and roll off the side of my, like, paddle board and just be like, just eat me now. Yeah. Just get it over with because it's the waiting the waiting is worse i think yeah i love that for you i personally would not have that on my bucket list but But i I support the experience for you okay tell me number six (laughs) okay number six is like kind of similar to my fourth one in the sense a tiny bit intangible at the moment because i don't know what direction i want to go with it like creating a reliable source of passive income is something that's on my bucket list (laughs) how is that a bucket list i feel like that's just like a work goal or like a financial goal well no because like I tied into like this is the thing is like I'm not talking about those stupid TikTok videos that are like silk Canva template where it's like <laughs> that's not even I'm pretty sure like legal half the time the way that they're doing it yeah but like I'm talking about like creating something that's like valuable and that I feel proud of and that like fuels me but that also brings in income when I'm not actively working on it so I guess it's more so like not don't necessarily want it to be work related like almost if it was a you know like maybe like a rental property that's like super cute and I got to like design the interior and like you know like it's not it's not something that's like oh I created like a resource for freelancers or something like that like I'm not really interested in that I just like know that I want to create something that's like more that just conveniently is making money for me but actually I did it just because I loved doing it that's okay. I like that. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Give me your next one. Okay. So my number six, I initially had for so long ride on the Orient Express, but sadly it retired in 2009. So instead we're going to Italy or mentioning Italy, I think the third or fourth time on this list, but Italy has a version which is set to start in 2023 called Orient, the Orient Express La Dolce Vita. And it will be a luxury train experience in homage to the original incredible line. And it goes through like 12, 13 cities all by train. And it's like this like gorgeous bedazzled. And if there's like a murder mystery on the train, like also cool. Imagine doing, like, a murder mystery on that kind of train. Ugh, I'd love that. Yep. Yeah, I love that. I would love to do, like, a long train ride that's, like, like like you have, like, a nice, co- like, cabin. Like, almost? not some, like, yeah. yeah, like, not some, like, hostel-style bunk situation, but, like, a nice, like, train ride where it's, like, fancy, which I feel like also falls into the, like, I need to be Jeff Bezos rich to <laughs> take said train ride because I've seen the cost of those trains in, like, Europe. Like, the, you know, like, the replacement one for the Orient Express is so expensive, so. Yeah, but it doesn't yeah. go the full line. Like, it doesn't take you all the way through to, like, Istanbul anymore. Yeah. yeah but, yeah, they're, they're yeah. quite pricey, but we'll get there. Yes. I think that's seven for me, but I'm thinking somehow I said two of mine in a row. So, like, Maybe. I feel like you still have one left. I so do. Give, I have... me your, give me your last one. My number seven is go to space. Oh, my God. Again, Jeff Bezos, Rich. Yeah. This really, this, I keep, this is what I keep coming back to. I feel to. like in 20 years, though, maybe space travel, like what's it called like casual space travel will be accessible and hopefully not crazy expensive because even if i die up there and like, also not fine. like 
just destroying the environment yeah like take great great grandma yeah i'm planning on having lots of heirs and so somebody's gotta take great grandma heirs great great grandma <laughs> I just sent a woman from star trek who played ahura oh yes um, yeah they, they did in the summer ashes up and like a bunch of with a bunch of other people but um, you know that she I mean, was actually you cross that one off after you've kicked the bucket yeah that's true okay that's a good way hmm i like that but did you know that she i think after like a few seasons of star trek she was actually contemplating not doing it anymore and dr martin luther king jr was like you have to do this you are a role model for all these black children and all these black women and and you need to you know represent and be on the show so she stayed on the show because what better person to be like no you're doing great work keep it up you know to to keep that and she she stayed in that role oh my for God, that's really amazing time. yeah if she did stay in that role for a long time that's really cool i didn't know that what else is really cool is that our list was <laughs> i feel like our lists were like pretty similar but so <laughs> Also, just, like, I mean, some of them were polar opposites, like, uh, kayaking with orcas, which I have zero desire to do, <laughs> but, but like, the international properties, and I feel like the general, like, continued learning aspect of our list was very similar, but question for you, how did you feel when you were coming up with these answers? Like, have you always known this list, or is it something that you created, you know, like, specifically for this episode? I think it's like a little bit of both in the sense where I've had a vague idea of some of these things for a long time, but when I actually like sat them down and and had to think about it, it was a really joyful experience for me. Like you said, like that, and it's so funny because you didn't know that I was going to talk about how happy I was when I was writing these lists, but it filled me with bubbles, you know, with like little champagne bubbles in my fingers. And as I was writing it and thinking about, you know, these things could really happen. When I look at the things I've accomplished in my life so far, if you told 10-year-old me some of the things that I've been able to do, that I've achieved, I don't know what 10-year-old me might say. So maybe, you know, 60-year-old me talking to almost 30-year-old me is going to be like, you have no idea when you're recording this podcast, all the cool things that you have yet to do. And it's just, it's a really nice feeling. And so I recommend it to all of our listeners to take some time you can do seven and be cool like us seven things that you want to do before you kick the bucket and then comment all seven of them on our instagram account to try and boost our engagement please yeah (laughs) yeah everybody tell us one thing one thing on our bucket or, or on your bucket list or if you think one of ours is ridiculous or if you you're gonna come kayaking with me I'd love the company. (laughs) (laughs) Brings down my chances of getting eaten if there's more of us. (laughs) But that does... It just makes it a fuller meal. Yeah. (laughs) Orcas are wicked cool, though. Like, very cool. Yeah. It was actually an orca that, with my Etsy shop, like the Coalesce collection, it actually started with a story that I read about an orca. And when we had decided to paint a humpback whale in my son's room, like in Hugo's room those things kind of like came together and then that was the start of my my scientific art prints which there's more coming out soon this is a shameless plug there's more coming out for christmas and i'm so excited because there's one that's gonna that's gonna knock you off your seat because it's not what you expect and kim gave me some tips (laughs) (laughs) it's not even that one that you're not gonna expect it's an insider scoop yeah it's an insider scoop but yeah so that does wrap up the first section and our bucket lists now it's our favorite time of the show. It's time for the Philomath. Are you ready? 
Yes. <laughs> so as everybody knows, we love slash hate English on this podcast. You know, the intricacies and stupidities of the language really fascinate us. Like both Kim and I love words and just structures and, and histories and etymologies of things. So while I was doing research for the bucket list and, you know, learning about kicking the bucket, it just made me think about words in general. So this Philomath not only pays homage to our A Podcast is Worth a Thousand Words episode, but also the fact that everything is odd in English and I present you with just some funny intricacies of how we use it and why it's so hard for other people to learn. And so if you're an English speaker, you try to learn something even harder than English because, you know, don't ever make fun of somebody who can... It doesn't exist. I, accent, I yeah. fully believe that English is like the hardest language to learn. It's just a mishmash of everything, but okay. Are you ready? So the word Q, yeah. forming a line, is just the letter Q followed by four silent letters. The word oh, for, for people trying to <laughs> trying to spell it out in their heads, it's Q-U-E-U-E. Q. Weird. Right? Okay. Jail and prison are synonymous, but jailer and prisoner are antonyms. I thought jail and prison signified... Like, you go, okay, so, like, if you got, like, arrested and put in, like, the, the, like, drunk tank or something like that, you go to jail, but you don't go to prison for that. Like, I thought you, I thought prison was more so meant for, like, post-conviction and jail was more, like, a holding cell But I feel like a synonym doesn't necessarily mean an exactly the same. True definition right but like yeah that was more of a tangent about what the differences are between jail and prison like yeah technically like you could be like i'm going to jail i'm going to prison it's kind of like people get that it's the same thing but i think bad technically (laughs) yes there's like some sort of like general difference usually between the two yeah okay so english is the only language where you drive in a parkway and park in a driveway weird it is weird right like what why do they and i wonder where like i feel like parkway is not like a super common there's a parkway in pickering but like i feel like it's not a super common like way of like denoting a road well okay know? so like if you're talking about like proper words the highway 401 407 403 those should actually be called freeways and highway 6 north for example or highway 6 south either going to guelph or hamilton in ontario those are considered highways so parkway there must be some other definition for a parkway that fits into that freeway yeah. highway but we just assume anything like over 100 kilometers is a highway but it's not if you're talking yeah if we're getting technical about it which i wonder we if it's do. like a yeah i know now i'm like now we're on now I'm going down a <laughs> rabbit hole i feel like parkways maybe it's like a certain stretch of road maybe without traffic lights i'm just trying to think of like the parkway in pickering is like quite long with no lights on it that would make sense what's the speed limit i feel like it gets down to speed too i feel like the speed limit's like 60 like i feel like it's it's like a normal road there's a couple stop signs but generally it's like a pretty lengthy stretch of road with like no stops but it's just 
two lanes like one on each side interesting we're gonna do some we're gonna do some we're gonna come back to this i kind of like this where this is taking me thinking about these words but okay so english is also the we're doing a whole episode on roads it's called the road (laughs) less traveled episode 42 coming to you you know what we are i'm gonna give you guys a (laughs) you and i feel like the only one (laughs) that's not true sometimes we have these like stupid ideas and i'm like "Mm, i don't know how this is gonna track with the listeners then i'll get like 10 messages being like really enjoyed that that was really weird but like very cool like thank you nobody messages me why do you all message maggie and nobody messages me about the episodes i get i know i'm very happy to get i love feedback i'm i'm sure kim would love it too so if you've messaged she would she would love some feedback kim don't sound desperate i feel like that's (laughs) sorry don't sound needy yeah Sorry, I would like I would be like you know if you want to send me feedback that's fine whatever I don't care and then she's gonna really. send you three hearts and no response <laughs> <laughs> just for for context sometimes you know it's good to reply to comments on Instagram and like just because we work in Instagram we I try to reply to comments now just to be nice like you commented I feel like it's the least I can do but Kim sometimes feels like she doesn't know what to say so it's three of those like card hearts that are just like the dark red so that's yeah the nicer hearts the nicer hearts are the dark ones or it's or it's two swirly pink hearts dark red heart two swirly pink hearts depends on my mood and how many comments I've already made like that sometimes I just don't know what to say like what do you say when someone's just like cute like you can be like thanks but like sometimes someone just comments like the heart eye emoji what are you supposed to comment back thank you for the heart eye emoji like it's just better to just comment emojis okay I feel like it gets my thoughts across Anyways, I have two more before you go off on, you know, on the book know. of Kim's emoji responses. Okay. okay. Your fingers have fingertips, but your toes don't have toe tips. Yet you can tip toe, but you can't tip finger. What do you call the tips of your toes? <laughs> I don't if know. If not toe tips. You would never I'm start calling them toe tips. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> but, like, why, what, like, what are you calling them then? When are you calling them? The tips of your toes, I guess. Yeah. I would say from the top of my head to the tips of my toes. Yeah, tips of your toes, but not toe tips. Okay, start a trend. Mm. If you really want, if you're really unsatisfied with that, then (laughs) bring it to life. I'm just confused as to why you can say the tips of my fingers because they're fingertips, but you get the tips of my toes because they're toe tips. You would never say toe tips, okay? If I, if you ever say toe tips, <laughs> I will give you twenty bucks. They were never no, I'm just under, I'm just entertaining myself by being argumentative. Uh, okay, last one. Finally, <laughs> I already okay. know you're gonna say something stupid to this. <laughs> when you transport, okay, I'll sh- okay. No, no, you don't shut up. Of course not. No, no. it's funny. Actually, sidestorming. <laughs> I use the word shut up lovingly. My mom does not think the words shut up are loving and she has like an aneurysm and now I'm self-conscious about when I say it because sometimes it's just like, it's like, shut up. Like, okay, shut up. Shut up. Like there's just different, it's like saying the F word, right? There's different ways of. It's a term of affection. It is. Yeah. It is. And I can't remember where Kim and I went apple picking last week. It's like Princess Diaries when she's like, shut "Shut up. up. 
Yeah. And then, like, guy steps in, and he's like, it's a sign of, like, and, like, yeah, yeah. surprise. And <laughs> American, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. I want to watch The Princess Diaries. Is that a fall movie, or is that, like, an early spring? No, it's a fall movie. Yes. Okay, I'm so excited. The second one's a spring-summer movie. Yeah. Anyways, let me get through this last one. I-, I watch both of them multiple times a year. Anyways, continue. Okay. Yeah. When you transport something by car, it's called a shipment. But when you transport something by ship, it's called cargo. Weird. <laughs> that is weird. What is that? No, I have nothing to say to that one. I like... Why is it called cargo? I don't know. Like, from like a... a if I had known Anyways. that this would have been your reaction, I would have I would have done the further research to make sure that I could be like, it's called cargo because in 1826, <laughs> and then go from there. So, <laughs> but that does yeah. wrap up our little wordy philo math, and Kim. Oh, sorry. I, <laughs> I thought you were gonna finish the sentence. No, that I does didn't. finish our philo math and and the rest of the episode. Yeah. No, that wraps up the episode. <laughs> That wraps up this episode. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and review. If you're listening on Spotify, follow us. And if you are not following us on Instagram and not taking the two hints that I provided you earlier <laughs> in the episode, you can find us at at Wits End Podcast and you can do so now. And, and the other thing we'll is tell your friends. You into- no, just you tell it. Okay, hold on. I'm going to pause you. And the other thing is, tell your friends about the podcast. We're growing. We want to keep growing. Get us more fans. Get us more listeners. Let's do it together. And I'm not being needy nor desperate like yeah, Kim was put a, for fans. Put an ad in your local newspaper. <laughs> I just meant like, yeah, hey, I listen to this funny. I would love fan mail too. We've, we've said that before. Maybe we'll, we'll. Actually, yeah. Put that on my bucket list. I would love to receive fan mail from someone. That is so dedicated cute. Dedicated fan. Please okay. send me Kim would die. Or like a picture. Draw me a picture. I would die. I would. I'd frame it. What do you? We have a, a ten-year-old so listening to the there. podcast. We are very inappropriate for ten-year-olds. I think sometimes. Well, who? Why do you have to be ten years old to draw a picture? Okay, what kind of picture? Do you Anybody want? can draw a picture. I feel like that's the last thing. Like everything. Would... I just want fan. I just want like a fan mail photo. Okay. I feel like lots of. I feel like a creatively minded grown adult who's listening right now could draw me a picture, and it's not asking too much. Okay. <laughs> let me know how that works out. Okay. Anyways, this wraps right. up our episode. We'll see yeah, you guys. Yeah, I'll in let two everybody weeks. know October twenty first on yeah. the next episode. Okay. Okay. Bye. bye. <laughs>